0: but that's not his great attack against humanity. His greatest attack against humanity is what you're hearing and what you're saying. He's attacking words all day, every single day of your life. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogwe, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size Show. Welcome to this bonus edition. Let me tell you, for those of you who know me, who've been hanging out here, my OGs, who've always been along for the ride, then you know that I'm a teacher and my life opens up a little bit more in the summer. So I get to bring you these bonus episodes because your girl is feeling brand new. I'm hydrated. I can go to the bathroom when I want to. Yeah, that's a real thing for teachers. And I just feel energetic and alive in the summer because I have time to pour into my studies and to pour into this podcast. So y'all are getting a brand new woman, y'all. I am Summer Kim, and I'm here with the bonus episode just for you. And for those of you who have who have joined us for the very first time, Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. I need you to stick around and enjoy the ride. And while you're here, kick your feet up and make yourself at home. Look around, check out some of the previous episodes. In case you're wondering what God's Perfect Size is all about, well, there's lots of information on my website at kimjogway.com, but I'm just going to give you the quick spiel. So here at God's Perfect Size, I'm the little coach in your ear. Did I just say little coach? Okay, well, I'm 5'3", so maybe that's valid. But I'm the coach in your ear that is talking to you about weight loss and taking your health back from the enemy's hands and not being addicted or stuck on some kind of over-the-counter medication if you don't need it, if you really truly don't need it. Maybe you're struggling in your body with eating healthy meals and eating in a balanced way. I'm here to tell you that sometimes things aren't as they seem. God's Perfect Size is just a crew, myself and a few others, shedding the light on what the enemy does through food. And oftentimes he keeps us addicted and stuck and eating out of control because his ultimate goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he comes to do. And he does that for many of us through food. And I have found as a Christian, and I've talked to lots of other believers who feel like this is a way that he attacks a lot of us because we, we see food as benign. We see food as, I keep saying seafood and it makes me think of fish, but we see food as this thing that we get to do and that it doesn't matter how much we consume, but if your health is being affected, if your finances are being affected, if your family is being affected and they're falling into that same hand-to-mouth pleasure trap, then I'm here to help you by faith. I'm here to pray for you, to encourage you to get free and then turn around and help your family and help others. This is meant to be like a hospital where you come in, you get the help and then you go out and you go away and you don't look back unless you need it. This is not meant for you to buy all the merchandise and stay here all day long consuming this content. My prayer is that you will consume what you need until you find your freedom and you're gonna go out and you're gonna spread the word and you're gonna tell somebody else. That's the point of God's perfect size. So if you're new here or if you're returning, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. And look it, you're right on time. You get Summer Kim, rested Kim who's fully hydrated with some glowing skin and ready to dig in with you. So last episode, I believe last Wednesday, I told you I have been in the book of Genesis for a while. Y'all are not going to believe it, but I am still in chapter one. Okay, to be fair, I did move on to chapter two, but the teaching in chapter one has been so rich. Let me just paint a picture for you, because if you're wondering what it looks like for me to study the Word of God, here's the details. I'm gonna tell you what it looks like. I wake up, and I'm not gonna say exactly what time I've been waking up lately, but it's not the 5 a.m. and it's not the 4:30 that I tend to do through the school year. So I wake up, the sun's already up and ready to greet me. I make my coffee, I light a candle. I say a blessing as I walk through the halls of my house and I bless my children. I just put my hand up towards their door and I speak a blessing over them in the mornings. If you're not doing that with your littles or your lovies, maybe give that a try. But I bless my family and my husband and I say a quick prayer as I pass through the halls because usually I'm up um, by myself. Actually, no, that's not true. I've been sleeping so late. My husband is up before me. And he's already at it for the day. And so lately I've just been getting up, but he's already down in the office. And I'll say a prayer as I pass through the halls. I make my way downstairs. I turn on the kettle. I light a candle. And then I make all my goodies and have that warm glow of the candlelight in the morning. And then I grab my books. I grab my Bible. And I have one of those parallel Bibles that has four different translations. And I'll sit down with that one. And I also have a keyword Bible that translates some of the original text from the Hebrew and Greek and gives me a deeper understanding. Yeah, I'm a Bible nerd. When I say I'm a nerd, listen, I got the suspenders and the glasses and the tape on the glasses. I'm that kind of girl, just all in with Jesus. But I grabbed my notebooks. Currently, I have a little black book. I wrote in the front of it that it's my business guide. And listen, when I set out in Genesis, I wanted to have a business journal And I was asking God, like, I need help running this company. I am not real familiar about how to make a successful company. And so I need help. And I felt this impression that I should be reading in Genesis. And I was like, okay, I don't know how that's going to work, but I will always err on the side of obedience if I can. And so I did. I just took my little journal and sat down and I opened up Genesis. And from the very first day... I read the first few verses in Genesis and I was wrecked, like wrecked, because I don't think I'd ever seen Genesis through the eyes of a business and building a brand. And so from the very beginning, where it talks about In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And then we go on to read that the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. You know, last week I brought you that message about the God of the void and how he comes in to fill things. And I did not know there would be such a juicy business lesson in that, but there really is. And then... When I listened to T.D. Jake's podcast on Genesis, it confirmed it. He talked about the structure and the building that God did throughout Genesis. And I realized there is a methodical way God moves when he was creating and when he created the heavens and then he gathered up the waters and then he brought the dry land. Everything is methodical and done in order, but that is not our talk today. But listen, y'all, if you don't sit down with God and get your Bible out and take your issues to him and say, how do I raise these kids and let him lead you in teaching? Or how do I have a successful marriage and let him take you to the place in scripture where you need to be? You are missing out. Make sure you're sitting down with the word and asking God about these life changing things because he has a plan and he'll talk to you about it. So anyways, that's the backstory of kind of what it looks like when I get up to pray in the morning. But this week, y'all, the teaching was so rich that I cannot hold it together. So here we are with this bonus episode and I need to pour it out to you because it has been such a big teaching for me. So let me share with you. Let me go right into it. I had made it all the way down to the first time where I saw a blessing in scripture. And it's the very first one that I noticed that was recorded and it falls around verse 22. And it was just after God had created the sea creatures, the living things that move in the waters, the swarms and all the birds, he had just created those. And this is the first time I noticed where there's a blessing and it says, "'And God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And then there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. So first thing that jumped out to me was, there's a blessing. Like, if you have not thought about how God blesses you, or how you even bless others, then this is a lesson for all of us. Because this had me just sitting in awe at his feet, like weeping, praising, worshiping. It actually changed my life in that moment. And ever since I got this revelation, I have been walking forward in it and doing it day by day. And I'm going to tell you the revelation because you'll see it again here. You'll see the next time that there's a blessing. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the seas and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over everything that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them, and he blessed them, and God said to them, did you catch that? Before I jump in, let me just finish reading. And he blessed them, and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the seas, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Listen, I want to I want to break this down for you, because I think this is vital for your next steps on your journey, for your next steps in your life, for the vision that you have for your family, for the vision and goals that you have for yourself, for your personal ambitions. This is hugely important because we all know that blessing comes from God. We all know that he shows us the pattern of blessing, but I wanna break down this pattern because it says, and God blessed them. First of all, blessings originate with God. They come from God. Even when you bless someone in the Lord's name, a true blessing comes from the only one who can fulfill the blessing, and it comes from God. And this is how he blessed. It says, and God blessed them saying. Did you catch it? God blessed them saying. When you are blessing someone, it has to be something that you are saying. And Here's the part that blew my mind. When I was sitting just in prayer, my eyes closed, worshiping God, I had this thought that I don't think I've ever thought it before. I didn't know to think it. I believe it was the Holy Spirit just working in me, bringing understanding to my mind. But when we get down to where God blessed a man and God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over the earth, God was saying that blessing. And God God showed me in that moment, Not only do you have to say the blessing, but the blessing has details about what it's to look like. You know, when you sneeze, and then somebody says, bless you, there are no details with that. It's not a valid blessing. It doesn't really go anywhere. You don't speak the truth over that person in that moment with the specifics. It's just a general thing that we say and we throw out there. But here's the thing about a blessing. God shows us the pattern of a blessing you're saying it number two the blessing always has specifics specific details when you go back up and god blesses the birds of the air and he says god bless them saying and then he breaks it down with the details be fruitful and multiply fill the waters and the seas let the birds multiply on the earth he gives the specifics of that blessing When we get down to verse 28, when God blesses the people he had just created, it says, and God blessed them and said to them, and then he gives the specifics of the blessing. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over every living thing that moves on the earth. God spoke it. He says, I'm going to bless you. And then he breaks it down. So what does that mean for you? that means we get to do the same exact thing. When we are blessing our children, when we are speaking over ourselves, yes, you can even speak a blessing over yourself. You can use scripture and speak a blessing over yourself. You need to be saying it, number one, and you then need to break it down. Like what is the blessing? What does it consist of? Does it line up with scripture? if it meets all of that criteria, then you have faith that God will honor that blessing that you just spoke. Even when you go into the book of Numbers, one of the most infamous blessings in all of scripture is found in Numbers chapter 6. We all sing about it. We all love this blessing, but it follows the same path. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, thus you shall bless the people of Israel. So he says, here comes the blessing. Thus you shall bless them. And he says, and he says, this is what you are to say to them. Are you seeing the pattern? This is what you are to say to them. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. If I could sing, Chal, I would sing that song to you right now, but you would all switch off and run for the hills if I did. So I'm, I'm going to spare you that. Go find the blessing. I believe Carrie Job sings it. Go find that somewhere on iTunes. You can listen to it there. It's such a beautiful song. But here's the thing. The blessing had to be spoken, and then the blessing comes with the specifics of what this blessing consists of. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. And it breaks it down. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. There are the specifics of that blessing. So here's my encouragement for you as you are thinking about, oh my gosh, I really need a blessing, Kim. I really want to bless my children. I want to bless my family, bless anybody who comes in my path, because you should be doing that. You should be speaking blessings. You should be speaking prayers and goodness over people all the time and i'm going to say it in case nobody else does it should be a daily occurrence it should not be a thing you do incidentally on occasion it should be on purpose with purpose and it should have structure and it should be methodical thought out and you should be checking in with the holy spirit as you speak blessings over other people we're missing opportunities every single day i don't even know how many words people speak in a day i believe thousands We're speaking thousands of words that go nowhere, that do nothing when we are created in the image of God. And here's the thing. When I was studying this week, this really rocked my world. It talks about how we're created in the image of God. And I always thought, oh, maybe that means we're created to know things, to know good things or bad things. Well, it actually says we were created in God's image. And that was before we knew the difference between good and evil. So it can't be that that's not how we're like God because we were created in his image before we had ever fallen into sin before the before that serpent even showed up in the garden so so my question is how are we like the most high and i realized for the first time and it may not be the only way but i realized for the first time we're created in the image of God saying that's right we're created in the image of God to say truth we're created in the image of God to bless if you think about the very first task that God gave to Adam before all of it went to pot he said i'm going to show you these animals and you're going to name them it said whatever adam said is what they were called god is a god who says our lord and savior jesus christ is the living, walking, breathing, reigning in heaven word. So how are you made in the image of God? You're made in the image of God saying. Let that just sink in for a second. You're made in the image of God saying. I'm made in the image of God saying. So when you think about if that is the thing that makes us most like God, what would the enemy attack He would attack your words, of course. He would attack what you're saying. He will attack what you're hearing every day so that you're so swamped by thousands of words that his words are greater than the Most High's words inside of you. If an enemy needed to attack your greatest weapon, he would go to the heart of that weapon. And the heart of that is what you're saying. So what he is attacking is what you are saying or not saying. Even when he brought the attack in the garden, he said, did God really say? He attacked what God said. So how is the enemy attacking you? You think it's like a hex and somebody sticking a pin in you? No. I mean, that could be part of it. But that's not his great attack against humanity. His greatest attack against humanity is what you're hearing and what you're saying. He's attacking words all day every single day of your life. He's keeping you from speaking blessings because he's got you so connected to your music that you don't even hear when the Holy Spirit is saying bless someone. He's got you so wrapped up in in movies and media that you're taking in thousands of words that mean nothing, that don't move the kingdom of God in any real direction. You're just existing. We're missing opportunities, y'all. We're missing opportunities with what we're saying there's actual power in what we say. It's the part of us that's created like God. The things that we confess with our tongues, those things are vital to your next steps in this life. What you're saying with your mouth is vital to how your family is going to turn out, how your marriage is going to turn out, how your business is going to turn out, how this weight loss journey is going to go for you. And if you tune in and you listen to, okay, I'm amped up. I got some scripture. I can fight this. And then the next thing you do is turn around and listen to some infomercial about a quick, easy way to lose weight and take these pills. You have allowed the enemy to steal away the words that you just received by faith because he's also saying something. He's saying what is counterproductive, what is destructive, and what will keep you stuck, trapped, and destroyed. He's here to steal, kill, and damage your destiny through what you're saying and what he's saying to you. So what do you do with all of this? Well, my hope and my prayer for you is that you will start saying what you need to say, that you will start saying what God is calling you to say. And how do you know what God is calling you to say if you're not reading in his word? Listen, if you don't know where to start, I just gave you a little tip. Maybe just start with that tiny little bit of blessing in the book of Numbers chapter six. If that's the only blessing, you know, start there. Say it over your children. Say it over your job. Say it over your finances. Say it, say it, say it, say it until you figure out the next thing to say. Then you're going to go on a quest. You're going to start reading some more scripture. Maybe you'll start in the Proverbs. Those are short, quick, mini lessons that can keep you moving and give you wisdom. You can do a topical study in search. Here's the bottom line. Y'all, we're dead in the water if we're not saying what God is telling us to say. We're dead in the water. We can't move forward in our lives. You can't move that business forward until you get a new mindset and you start saying what Scripture is telling you to say. When you start lining your mouth up with what Scripture has to say, we are seriously looking like our Lord, like the God we were created in the image of when we say what He tells us to say. It's your greatest weapon. It's your greatest asset. It's your greatest hope. It's your everything. So start saying what God is calling you to say. All right, for a bonus episode, this is getting really long, but I felt like this was such an important lesson. I couldn't let it slide. I want to see you succeed. I want to see victory and breakthrough in your life. I want us to start saying what scripture says. I want us to start believing that we are who God says we are because If we do that, nothing is off limits for us, nothing. I'm so grateful you joined me for this bonus episode. Listen, y'all, I want you to be blessed as you exit here. I'm gonna read Numbers chapter six for the last time, but this time I'm reading it over you. I'm gonna speak this over you. And if you are in a safe place where you're at home or your hands are not on the steering wheel, then I want you to lift your hands and I want you to receive this blessing. But if you are driving in your car, keep your hands on the steering wheel. But I want you to receive this blessing as if it's your very own, as if this is for you. Because it is. Here's the blessing. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, y'all.